Hi friends, welcome back to another Better Things podcast episode. Um, I have been kind of just like ticking off the podcast episodes these past couple weeks and I'm kind of proud of myself. Um, I feel like I also have to give a shout out to my like thought process because, you know, my mind has been reeling the the little tables in my head have been turning because I have a lot on my mind um and just like emotionally and mentally I feel like I have maybe not been doing the best but I'm also like not like super duper duper down in the dumps I just think like I can think too much about like situations and I can just go really deep into them and it sometimes takes a minute for me to like pull myself back out and be like all right god like help me to refocus and that's something that I had to do tonight um and even just in like doing that literally like I wouldn't say I would have a I was having a breakdown um these past couple minutes but you know if I haven't said it on here before I am the queen of like crying and the thing is like I will cry at the drop of a hat like I cry for any situation but also like I don't feel any shame in it because I feel like crying just releases so much and I feel like better after I do it it's almost like there's something pent up within me before I cry and then after I cry I release it and I just I don't know it just feels good to be able to feel like a big baby like just for a minute and then just like get myself together afterwards um but yeah anyway I feel like I've been definitely battling some emotions about not feeling worthy enough not feeling like God is listening to me um kind of just feeling like you know I guess maybe a little helpless when it comes to like dating and relationships and um you know, I will be honest. I feel like I'm always, I'm always trying to be honest on here, but I definitely have an issue with idolizing romantic relationships. And I feel like this is part of the reason I've created this podcast is because I just have so many questions. I have so many desires and like, I just needed somewhere to put everything, you know? And honestly, like, I truly feel like at times this podcast is really for me to like go back and listen to like there are things that like I will speak on like months before I'm going through something and then I'll just randomly like click on one of my podcasts and listen and I'm like oh this is literally like what I'm going through all the emotions that I'm feeling right now I talked about this already and I talked about it with a clear head or a more or more clear a clearer head than I have right now and so like I know that you know this is something that I have to do um and just hearing like the encouragement is super helpful where am I going with this all of that to say um you know feeling kind of down in the dumps um for the past couple weeks I think has taken a little bit of an emotional toll on me um and tonight you know I kind of was just like at one of those points again where I was just like kind of fed up but you know at this point I'm kind of just like god I'm tired of being fed up you know like I'm really tired of it and I don't want to keep 
coming to this point and hating this wall anymore. Like, obviously, it's not my time. And obviously, like, I have to accept it. And obviously, I'm not accepting it right now. Like, and so I think, like, one of the things that is really hard for me in this moment is to, like, accept that God is, like, this is what I want for you right now. Just wait. Like, continue to do what you're doing. Just wait on me. Trust me. And so I'm going through this process of trusting God with my romantic relationships and you know I feel like I'm all over the place like sometimes because I'm just like I don't really know what to do or like how it looks like or how it looks to trust you in this moment but you know so um yeah I've been I've been doing that um but you know it's it can be frustrating um so tonight I just kind of was telling God like look I need peace. I need help. I need strength in, in rest. Give me the strength to rest in you. Um, I was reading Matthew, um, and there are two verses that kind of have been sticking out to me. Matthew 6, 25, where it talks about not being anxious. Um, I've been reading that, that section of Matthew for like the past month or so. Um, and I, I think I mentioned it before, but like that has really spoken to me. It's like God knows what I need. And there's one point where um, Jesus is saying like, essentially don't be, and I don't want to misquote, but essentially he's saying like, you don't need to tell God the Father, like, like you don't need to like want for things like God the Father knows right it's like that's what the gentiles do that's what the unbelievers do they want and they worry and they they're anxious about these things but you know you tell god your desires he knows what you need and you don't have to worry so like don't be like the gentiles and so um that was making me think like you know i just feel like i go around and around in circles with god and i feel like i'm constantly telling him okay god yeah and i'm just reminding you and blah blah blah. and it's not like it's bad to remind god of my desires i don't think it's bad like i just think there's an issue when i start to worry and i start to add in that layer of anxiety that like i don't need and really i'm only upsetting myself and worrying myself and creating um, more hurt and pain for myself. Um, and you know, God is the whole time saying what he's been saying is like, trust me, trust me, trust me. And so tonight I was really just like, I'm really tired of it. You know, like I want to cry about something new. You know what I mean? Like, I want to, like, I want to cry about something else. Um, and I feel like this is the issue with having idols. It's like, um, it becomes something that like you literally can't get past. Like we idolize things. And at first it starts out as something as like, oh my gosh, this is so great. This is so cool. This is what I want, blah, blah, blah. But the more that we worship an idol, the more that we spend time thinking about it and everything, it grows in our lives. And then we get to a point where we rec- where we don't even recognize ourselves anymore because all we can think about is this thing that we have um idolized that we have put in our path and it's like the one 
um, thing that we can't get around. It's like a brick wall that we've built. And then we look at how tall the brick wall is and we're like, oh my gosh, that's really tall. There's no way I can climb over that. There's no way I can break through it. And so that's what I feel like I've done with like romantic relationships. Um, And it's, I feel like it's very unhealthy. And at times um, it's very easy for me to fall back into like, God, you don't care about me. God, you don't want me to have this. God, you know, like, it's just, it's not fair. Like, you're giving this to everybody else and you're not giving it to me. And um, it's super easy to fall into because I haven't ever trusted God with my relationships for real. Um, and obviously it's a process. And like through, I think, the last, you know, year or two, um, it's been more of a process of like me giving God pieces, bits and pieces of this part of my life, but I haven't given him the whole thing. Um, and it's scary to give it over because then I'm like, well, if I'm not thinking about it, is God thinking about it? If I'm not working on it, is God working on it? You know what I mean? Um, so I think that's like, the battle that is going on in my mind, but also to know that like God is taking care of every single aspect of my life. He has seen my beginning to my end and he knows everything in between. And the fact that he has everything taken care of, the fact that there are no surprises for him, the fact that even this moment as I'm making this podcast, like he's like, yeah, like I knew you would come to this decision. The fact that, you know, he knows what my actions are going to be moving forward. Like, none of this is a surprise to him. And so um, I think it just speaks to, like, the nature of God, but also, like, just how much he loves me. Because the fact that he has chosen to love me, he chose to love me before he even, like, before he even created me. You know what I mean? And it's like he knew all this stuff was going to come with me, but he chose to love me regardless. Um, and so I think that's really impactful. Um, and then I kind of wanted to like shift gears a little bit. It makes me think of something that my pastor was talking to us about, um, just about like the end of the year and wrapping things up at church. Um, and they really want us to like share what we've learned. Um this year and honestly I'm excited to hear what everybody else has learned but for me I was thinking about it and I was kind of stumped I was like I don't know what I've learned I feel like I'm going through the same things over and over again and I just want to say that like if you're going through the same things over and over again and like you're still relearning lessons it's okay you know like don't panic I would say definitely if it's a desire for you to like move on, I would definitely pray and ask God for like that wisdom of how to move on. Um, because girl, I am stuck there too at times. And so, um, but yeah, so that's what I was thinking about. But one of the things that really kind of stuck out to me this year um was just like how much I missed my father like my earthly father my father passed away last year um and it's been a year and some change and his birthday is actually coming up 
And so I feel like last year when he passed, I was more so in the thought process of, I'm sad that he's gone, but I'm happy that he's like at rest and there's like no more pain and like he's with Jesus. And so that's how I felt. There wasn't like there was like an initial reaction, but after like I was kind of like, okay. And so after that, I was like, oh, maybe I'm like, you know, weird or whatever, because like my my dad's passing didn't like seemingly impact me as much. Um, But I I found myself this past year just like randomly thinking about my father, randomly crying um, or, you know, just like thinking about him and thinking about how like he's not here for like he's not going to be here for like moments in my life that are monumental and like moments that are really impactful. And one of the things that I like immediately thought of was like, oh, wow, God, like my dad is not going to be here to walk me down the aisle when I get married. And for some reason, that thought makes me like ball tears crying. Like I'm trying to hold back some tears now because I'm just like, for the sake of y'all being able to understand what I'm saying on this podcast, I don't want to be crying and trying to explain in between breaths. But um, yeah, it makes me really emotional to think about the fact that like my dad will not be able to share in this um you know this or partake in this um monumental part of my life or whatever um and so I've been trying to process that all year and it's just really hard hitting for me when I think about it um and I'm not going to lie, the first time I had that thought, I had some resentment towards God. I was like, why is my father being taken away when, you know, I feel like my family in general can barely hold it together at times. Um, it's like, at out of all times, you would think I would need my dad the most. And um, so I remember just kind of going through those emotions and being like angry, but like also being happy that my dad was like at rest is like very complex emotions and I think that's something that I'm learning is like emotions as human beings are not really always what we think like it's not always just like one emotion we have a lot of emotions working together at once and it's and it's this weird like um cocktail of emotions that you get and like this weird response and sometimes like it's just something that you have to ride out but um I remember I was thinking about this like last week or maybe this week and again you know thinking about the thought process like dang god like my my father is not going to be here for like monumental moments in my life and you know I'm really like sad about that but um I also kind of remember thinking but you're here and I feel like one of the things that I have really started to lean into this year is that God is my father. Um, And yes, my earthly father has passed away, but like my creator and my Lord that I serve is also my father. And I think sometimes it can be mind baffling to think about like the creator of the universe that I serve um, that spoke 
me and spoke life into existence, he is my father too. And so I feel like I haven't really connected that aspect of like who God is to my relationship with him. And so this year um, was one of the first years that I feel like I've actually treated God as if he was my father um, and just gotten really honest and like real with him about everything that's going on. And, you know, don't get me wrong, like there have definitely been times in the past where I feel like I have like told God how I'm feeling or whatever. But like this year, I feel like um, I just felt this freedom to like expose myself, expose my emotions, expose the things that I was really thinking, the thoughts and the desires that I really had in that moment and actually like verbally say them to God and you know not in like a super disrespectful way or something but just like expressing to God like I don't trust you you know and I'm scared that I don't trust you because it makes me feel like you're gonna strike me down although I know logically that's not how you work and I know the power of the gospel it still feels like this and so I think um that aspect of just like me being as vulnerable as I can with God has definitely helped me so much um, in just drawing closer to him and in trusting him because I feel like a lot of times we like, you know, talk about how like, and, and he is, he's holy, he's righteous, um, he's perfect. And I think um, we should never forget that. We should also never forget the fact that God is our father and he is many things in one. And um, I think I have always kind of viewed him as like some like someone who is like not mean, but like all justice and like has no real feeling um even though like i knew i know i don't know how to explain this like there's like a disconnect between my logic and my heart and like logically i know that god is love god is um he he loves us and he created us and he is just and he is righteous but he also you know feels our emotions and and goes through everything that we go through like he he feels that pain too I know that logically, but in my heart, when things are happening, um, I feel as if God is is far removed from the situation. Not that he's far from me, but that he's far removed. That it's almost like God can't relate because he's not a human. And I think I forget that like Jesus walked the earth and Jesus had every emotion that I feel before I did. Um, so yeah, that's definitely one of the, the biggest things that I have been learning this year is like God, the father, right. And, and I've learned many more things I feel like, you know, but like, even in like him providing for me, I feel like this year has been rough for me financially. Um, and just like, I've had to kind of throw my hands up at times and be like, all right, God, like you're going to get me through this month because I'm on a college student salary, um, which is, you know, basically zero and I have bills to pay. 
and I'm 27. I feel like I shouldn't be living like this. And like, you know, he is like always just and always willing to provide for me. And so even in that way, it's like a a father provides for his children, right? It's like when my dad, when he was alive, he provided for our family. He went he went out, he worked, um, he came home, he cooked, he spent time with us, whatever. And so I feel like God is trying to put all these pieces back together to show me like I am everything that you need in like every circumstance. And I know that, but I don't understand it. Um, And so I think it's a process that I've been going through. And it's probably one of the most intimate times that I have had with God is him like, is recognizing that he is my father and not just recognizing, but working to like allow him to be my father. And when I say working, really just like rerouting my mind and my heart to like, okay, God is my father. God said he loves me. Meditating on that scripture and also working through things out with him mentally and emotionally. Um, and you know, I think that it has been one of the most spiritually challenging things that I've gone through um, because I'm also like because my my other views of God are also in the mix. And so it's almost like sometimes I'm like, OK, well, what percentage of a father is he today versus a just God versus my creator? And it's like, no, he's all of them, all the time. And there's he's 100% on all of them, all the time. And so um, it's it's been a really hard concept for me to kind of wrap my head around at moments. Um, but also other times I feel like I'm just leaning into it. And, you know, I'm just like, okay, God, you said that, you know, you're your ears towards um like the righteous who cry out so like you hear me you hear me crying out you're listening to me one of the things that um one of my pastors was saying I think this past Sunday that kind of like clicked in my brain and kind of connected with me was like God is feeling every emotion that you're feeling and he's also felt it before. And so imagine a God who is watching his child go through emotions, go through pain, whether it's pain they brought on themselves or pain that, you know, um, that was an outside source. It doesn't matter. God is feeling that pain. He knows how you're feeling in that, that moment and he's felt it before and he's feeling it now with you. And for me, that painted more of a picture of like the moments when I'm crying and the moments when I have this like deep sadness about the things that haven't worked out in my life. It gives me a picture of like God actually tapped in. He's like emotionally checked in to how I'm feeling. And it's not just like, okay, Yvette, get over it because I told you. I have it covered. It's like, I love you and I feel everything. Like he's empathetic. Like 
I feel everything that you're going through right now. I understand every emotion. And I think that was comforting to me also because at times I feel like I cannot express how I'm feeling fully. Like the words are just not um, adequate enough to explain like the deep sadness or like the deep longing or desire that I'm having, the deep loneliness, whatever in that moment like that I'm going through, I feel like sometimes I cannot verbally express it enough. And so for God to be connected with me on that and to feel my heart just comforts me. Um, even in those moments where I am like feeling like I'm at my lowest. Um, and I think there's joy in that because it's like, I am not feeling this alone. I'm not crazy. Um, and it also makes me feel validated in my feelings and my emotions. Anyway, friends, that's what I wanted to share tonight. It's been on my heart and I feel like it's a great lesson for me in 2022. I think it ties in my whole life um, up until this point and it also challenges me to act as if God is my father and a father um, who loves his children right because that's what God says about us that he loves us and so I think about what that relationship looks like and um, I think about how if you love somebody you always want the best for them. And so God being the perfect father that he is, he can always give me the best. And it's really just continuing to cultivate my relationship with my father um, so that I can trust him to give me the best. And the thing is, like, God hasn't done anything for me to not trust him. It's the heart and the pain from human relationships that have made me wary to trust God or to, you know, um, allow myself to lean into to God. Or even just the control that I desire in my own life also makes me wary um, to trust God because it's just like if I'm trusting you, that means I am admitting that I have no control over this situation. And if I don't admit that, at least I have this delusional version of control um, that I think is working, even though it may not be working, it still satisfies that desire for me to control my life. And so letting go and saying like, God, I trust you um, can, can be a, a you know, a trigger for some people and I know it's a trigger for me because you know I've I've definitely circled this issue many many times and um I have continued to land back in the same spot and I'm just like I just know that something has to change there has to be a shift it's okay to have desires it is not okay for them to control me really I think I'm controlling them they are controlling me it's not okay to have idols. It's not okay to put something before God because when I do that, I'm putting something that's imperfect in the place of Christ who is perfect. And it just leads to further disappointment, further hurt, 
um, and further things, more things that I have to work out um, with God. And it just, I don't want to say it delays, um, but I do think that it definitely impacts my healing. It impacts my growth. It impacts the people around me and that, and it impacts me, you know, and, and I would prefer to, um, just like, I would prefer to, to not allow it to have so much power over me because at the end of the day, when I die and when I go to heaven, um, God is going to be the fulfillment of everything that I need. When he comes back to um, reign on this earth and when he creates a new heaven and a new earth and I am there ruling with him, he is going to be the fulfillment of everything that I need. Like there's not even going to be a son because God is light. Like he is, he is light. We're not going to need a son. You know what I mean? We're not going to need medication because God is healing, you know? And so every aspect of my life that I've thought that I need, um, it's, I'm not going to need it. And it's so weird to think about. Um, and it's so like seemingly concerning because it's just like, God, like that means I'm not going to have a relationship like a romantic relationship in that lifetime. And it's just like, I'm not going to need it. Like what I need on this earth, like I'm not going to need those things because I have Christ. Like the same like intimacy that I I crave, just like somebody really knowing you and like understanding who you are and like validating your emotions and all those things and loving you beyond words and all that like I have that in Christ and I'm also going to have that I'm going to continue to have that forever when the new heaven and the new earth is created and I'm with him forever and so um from a holistic perspective it makes me feel better because I'm like okay you know these things are like representative like the things that I desire are still representative of Christ but like I just have to remember that they don't like here on earth those things don't replace Christ um so I hope that made sense but yeah I would just encourage anybody like if you're feeling down if you're feeling like you've circled the same thing over and over and over again if you fear that like you've made something an idol just remember that you have been redeemed through Christ. Like he died on that cross for this moment. He died for this very moment. Every single moment after this, but also this moment. And that's who we serve. We serve a God who died on the cross for our sins and rose again, conquered death, conquered sin, fulfilled the law. And, you know, we just have to choose to believe him. And it's an everyday thing where we get to get up and decide that, God, you are ruling my heart and my mind today. Show me the way. I don't have to be perfect in it because you are perfect. I know you don't expect me to be perfect, but that's what Jesus died for, right? Jesus died to take my place as a sinner. And so I'm just grateful for that because there would really be no hope for me if I didn't know who Jesus was. Like, I could see myself just going around in circles and like I deal with mental um, health issues at times. Like, 
you know, like I, I've dealt with depression. I, I know what depression is and I felt it, you know, I've dealt with loneliness. I know what loneliness is and I felt it, you know, I've dealt with anxiety. I know what anxiety is and I felt it. And, you know, these things like they're such a hot commodity to talk about and to be like, oh yeah, I have this, I have anxiety, I have whatever, but like, it's never something that I want. And so like just knowing that God is the culmination of perfection, like he is everything perfect, which means he is my perfect healing as well. Like it just takes away this anxiety. And so I think I have to rest more in that. And so I would also challenge you to rest more in that. Rest like lean into that, you know? Resting can be hard, but that's why we have God for strength to even rest. I'm going to bed. I love you guys so much. Um, I'm praying for just a great rest of your year, for God to reveal things to you that, you know, you've wanted to work on whatever. Jesus loves you immensely. He will never stop loving you. And he always wants you to lean into his relationship with you. Bye, friends.